in the name of one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen, indeed. Alleluia. Good morning, good people of God, and peace be with you in this Easter tide. Here we are again, another Easter season in the time of pandemic, another opportunity to join the disciples behind locked doors. A couple of weeks ago, as I was preparing for this sermon, I, I got on my lappity toppity and I, and I searched for the words Thomas and Corona and up popped last year's sermon for the second Sunday of Easter. I look forward to the days when I don't search for lesson plans and emails and sermon notes using the keywords pandemic and coronatide. We were, most of us, at home this time last year, locked away already for uh, nearly a month, and it was easy to picture being behind closed doors with the disciples. If you were like me, you never imagined that we would still be gathered behind closed doors for Easter Sunday. I was certain that whatever this was, whatever strange things we were experiencing, that they would pass quickly and we would return to normal. And I certainly couldn't fathom that a year later, Easter Sunday again, that normal would not have returned. That maybe normal just wouldn't be. Last year, I was in it. I was totally with the disciples, behind the doors, asking the questions, imagining me with them and saying, how did this happen? When exactly did this take a turn for such awfulness? How did we get here? And, and what is next for us? And questions not only about the crucifixion, but questions about the pandemic, right? What is next for us? Well, you know, every year I wonder the same things about Thomas. I have the same questions. Where is he? How is he missing when Jesus comes to the disciples for the first time? Why isn't he there? Why isn't he locked away with them as well? Has he given up? Has his despair taken over and he's abandoned his community? Does he feel that without Jesus physically among them that he no longer feels a part of a movement? Is he so firm in his faith that he's just going to go on with life even without his teacher? Maybe he's decided not to live in what was and to move instead into what is and figure out this new way forward. I feel like I am experiencing Thomas this year from fresh eyes and from a shifted place. I believe as I did last year, and as I have believed most of my adult life, something is forever changing for the disciples. And it is this great moment of transformation in their lives and, and in the movement of these followers of Jesus. 
I believe that Jesus is resurrected in the body, in the flesh, just as he said he would be. That his life is changed and not ended. And that the lives of Jesus' beloved community are being transformed from what was the worst ending into the most beautiful beginning. This year, I see Thomas so differently, and I guess it's because I'm experiencing so much that is different. Different in myself, different in my faith community, and and I feel like we are in the midst of an invitation to live into something new, to cross over from what is passing away in the world in which we live and into a place of beloved community where the beloved community dwells, a place that God is making new. God is inviting us to a different place, to be a different people, or perhaps even an ancient people. I see Thomas and the world and the disciples in the house in this swirling and turbulent and peaceful and unknown and fully known movement of God's new creation. There is a was and an is and an ever shall be. There's a time before, a time now, and a time to come. There is a place of life and despair, a place of emptiness and opportunity, and a place of fear and peace. And they're all touching each other. Thomas is both wanderer and bridge to something that is new. And the disciples are both frightened and a bridge to the kingdom come. God is molding and forming and spinning about this great orb of new creation. And the Holy Spirit is swirling mightily about and blowing the winds of transfiguration, and spiritual transmutation, sometimes in ways that make it impossible to see or touch or grasp, much less embrace. And Jesus is standing among all of them, among all of us, and saying, peace be with you. Sometimes I feel as though Sermons are the same way, continuing to be formed and moved and shifted and changed, and that sermons in the time of pandemic don't always get fully formed, even more so than the time before the pandemic. And I feel like that today, and I'm going to have to just be okay with that, and I hope that you will be as well. I hope that maybe this will provide you some room to swirl about and think boldly about how wonderfully you have been created and how beloved you are of God. That perhaps something different and new is being loosed in you as well. I encourage all of us to be okay with that. To be okay with not being fully formed right now not in our relationships, our faith, our thoughts, our intentions, 
what we grieve that has passed and what we grieve that will not be. What we embrace that is new and what we fear that we do not understand. I encourage us to boldly lean in to the Holy Spirit and the knowledge that God holds us. God holds us as the most precious beings that God has created. Maybe you're one who is still behind closed doors. Well, know that Jesus is with you, saying, peace, peace be with you. And maybe you're one of those who is out and about like Thomas. Well, know that the Lord is with you as well. God is with us. God is for us, with us all and for us all, wherever and whenever that might be. I do believe that God needs us to move to a new place, maybe an ancient place, a place and a time when the whole group of those who believe are of one heart and one soul. And no one claims private ownership of any possessions, but everything that is owned and held in common. A new place, or maybe an ancient place. A place where there is great power with the apostles. With the apostles who were, and the apostles who are, and the apostles who are to be. Where we give our testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace is upon us. Where there is not a needy person among us or in the world, where we cross the bridge from walking the world alone like Thomas to being embraced in a room full of our friends, especially our friend Jesus. Where we cross the bridge from behind a locked door and begin walking the walk in the kingdom of God here on earth. And that through our belief, all may have life in the name of the one true and living God, Jesus Christ our Lord.